everyone, and welcome to episode three of Disney with the Ducks. First, we want to thank everyone for all the support we've got over the last few weeks since we got this going. Thank you, everybody, for joining our Facebook group, Disney with the Ducks, which if you want to join that, you can search that on Facebook and join in the fun discussions we have and um, share some of the additional jokes that, that we share to quack you up um, outside of the show. So uh, go and search that out when you get a chance. And we've also had a lot of you submit pictures with the hashtag show us your feathers. So if you have some fun Disney duck pictures where you're meeting Donald or Daisy or um, seeing some of the ducks at the parks, share those with us and, and use the hashtag show us your feathers. All right, today's show, we've got a fun one coming up for you. Um, one of the best things that we see about the Disney vacations is the resort you choose to stay at. It can really enhance your trip. And the best part about it is Disney has such a wide range of resorts that there's different budgets for every family, different themes, um, and different amenities that are available. So there's there's such a wide, a broad range that every family should be able to find a resort that fits them. And one of the things we wanna to do today is try to help you find the perfect resort for your family. So we'll be discussing today each of the three categories that Disney has for their resorts. There's the value resorts, which are the more budget-friendly ones. Um, they usually have very fun theming, they still have fun pools, and they typically have food courts. When you get into the moderate resorts, you have a little bit nicer pool with a slide. Um, the, the rooms are still typically motel style where you're entering from the outside. Uh, but then you go up to the deluxe resorts and that's where you get the sit-down restaurants and you have the pools with the, the larger slides and more pool bars and restaurants and that type of thing. So. Um, we'll get started with going through and talking about each of our favorites from, from those categories. So, Kevin, do you want to kick us off and start talking about your favorite value resort at Disney World? Sure. Before I do that, I just want to put out a little fun fact uh, for my family just to give everybody kind of a background. Um, my parents actually had their honeymoon in 1975 at the Contemporary. Aww. And then me and my wife had our honeymoon at the Grand, Grand Floridian in 2009. So... That's, we've got kind of a family history of the resorts. Um, may not get to go as much as we would like, but um, when we do, we make it, make it very memorable. Um, so for value, value for me, um, I think it has to be Pop Century. Um, I'm more of the, most of my trips revolve around a run Disney trip. Um, as I've said in the previous episodes, uh, the access to the buses and the, um, the ability to get to the race on time and, and um, having good access to the buses and, and not a long line is very helpful. Um, the Skyliner transportation is one of my biggest things. Um, transportation being having access to buses to all the parks and Disney Springs, as well as uh, the Skyliner, which will get you just about anywhere from, from that resort. It's so easy to go around. And if you, if none of those options work, there's always, um, a pickup location for uh, ride sharing, which is, you know, which is helpful if you're going from one resort to another rather than going to a park and then going to a resort. So sometimes it's a little challenging to go uh, resort to resort, but uh, Pop Century has quite a few options there. Uh, two of my favorite things is the 1980s theming. That's my childhood. I love, I love the, uh, the decorations on the outside of the buildings, the theming on the pool. I mean, you go to a theme park, you don't think about a theme hotel. Well, the hotels are are themed very well, uh, and Pop is is themed the same way um, from the 1950s, I believe, through the 1990s. Um, a little bit of everything, and you can kind of walk through. It's almost like walking through time 
when you walk across the resort and kind of see uh, the big statues outside. They're really cool. Not lots of places for photo ops. And, and if you like to run and you're not there for a race or just need to get some miles in, there's a nice trail that goes around the resort also connects over to the Skyliner and to art of animation, which you can get almost a 5k pretty easily whenever you run around uh, between the two resorts. So um, the access to the Skyliner being between the two resorts and um, art of animation being right there is very helpful. If, if there's something at the, um, the dining, the dining options that pop on, on that side, if you want to look at, at something a little bit different, it's just a short walk across um, across the way, across, I guess it's uh, Hourglass Lake is the name of the lake. Um, so then on the other side, you've got pools and things over there, but then a really nice area to walk through and see uh, the art of animation side. So those are my main things with Pop and, um, you know, tried the tie-dye cheesecake. It's really, really good. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Um, Jeff and Carly, what about you guys? What's your favorite uh, value resort at Disney? Before we jump in, did anybody else choose Pop as their favorite? Because that's not on our radar right now. You know, there, I, I oh, did yeah. as well. Um, I think, you know, kind of what Kevin covered, those are some of my favorite things about it as well. The Skyliner is such an amazing attraction, really. I mean, it, it might be my favorite attraction at Disney. It's, it's definitely up there. Um, the rooms have recently been refurbished. So, right. you know, we were talking a little bit pre-show. Me and my family stayed there back in 2015. And based on the way it was back then, I don't think I would have gone back. But for Marathon Weekend, it price-wise, it worked out for a solo trip. And walking into that room and seeing the way they put in a hard floor, they've made the room much cleaner looking. Um, and having there's a Murphy bread bed that folds out of the wall um, really is a great use of space. Because when that's up, You've got a table there with a couple of chairs, so you've got a little space if you want to play a game, eat dinner, that type of thing. And then at night, you can fold it down and, and have the bed there. So mm -hmm. I, I think the rooms are, are on the small side, right, because it's a value resort, but mm -hmm. they've done a really good job of um, using the space that they have available. Um, I think some of the other things there, too, I mean, their their food court, Everything Pop, mm -hmm. has has a beautiful shop there, too, with all kinds of souvenirs for the kids, yeah, fun. Yeah. You know, I, I bought my kids a board game there, um, a Disney version of... Uh, what was it? Clue that we got there. We've gotten a Disney version of the Game of Life, things like that that they sell there. Um, and they, they just have a lot of options for food, everything from salads to burgers and pizza. Mm -hmm. um, and, and then there's always Petals Pool Bar by the Hippy Dippy Pool. Um, for me, one of the things is if I'm on vacation, I'm going to want to have a few adult beverages. They've got good selection of cocktails and beer. Um, and then they also have some, some fun non-alcoholic drinks, smoothies and mocktails, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so that's all, all really fun. And then there's also an arcade for the little kids, which, you know, as someone kids. who has, yeah, right. <laughs> I, mean, I like to, I like to get in there too and, and beat my children at arcade games. Um, yeah. but yeah, as someone oh, who has five hot. kids, yeah. Galaga. Yeah. so yeah, Galaga is by far the best game ever. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I chose pop too, yeah. um, Jeff. And for the many of the reasons, I'm not going to repeat it. I think you guys hit John and Kevin hit everything. I will say, if you guys are going to give some of the pros, which you checked everything off my, my list, the three pools, uh, the refurbished rooms. But I think there are some cons we have to talk about as well. Uh, one of the things is, and we're staying at for Marathon Weekend, the walls are paper thin. right? So if you're going you're gonna to hear your neighbor next door, especially if you're trying to get to bed early. Uh, also, uh, pop is a, it's a really good a very good value, but it can get very loud at times, especially if you have 
uh, cheerleader competitions or, or dance competitions there know that they're going to be practicing out in the, in the on the lawn there and it could get kind of rowdy at times so if you're trying to get some rest I, I say pop is great across the board but it's not good for a relaxing or like a leisurely state I, I wouldn't that wouldn't be my choice for that uh, just because it has so much excitement going through and there's so much things going on there it's such a big resort mm-hmm. um, that you know, from a con perspective, that's the only things I could think about. But definitely, the positives outweigh the cons. Go ahead. So we we were not sharing with each other beforehand. Like I was like, which one are you picking? And he wouldn't say. So this will be a surprise <laughs> for me too. So I know what one you would pick, just based on the fact that last time we stayed at All Star Movies, you saw snakes, and that one's going to be off the table. So. <laughs> For me, I am going to go with all-star movies. Um, that one kind of holds a special place for us. It was the first Disney resort we stayed at as a family. And I think as far as Disney over-the-top theming, other than maybe Art of Animation, you can't beat the movies. They have the classic, the giant characters. They got Toy Story. They got Herbie. They have 101 Dalmatians. The, I mean, there's just so much over-the-top Disney theming there. Um, they got a great food court, a lot of variety there um they've been recently remodeled just like pop they got the pull down bed the so hardwood, that, the hardwood floors are really nice usb places all over the place for charging um the cool thing with i don't know if they still do it or not but the food court at all-star movies used to have their secret menu and if you go and you ask for the secret menu they bring out a whole little secret spy briefcase and they give you like the old viewfinder and you put it up and they have special menu items through the viewfinder you can look through and find out so that's a pretty cool thing for there too. Um, yeah. So that is pretty cool. We stayed there back in 2008 for our first time. Um, actually, we stayed there a couple times on our earlier trips, and then we stayed there again last summer just for one night. And I still like, I still like it. It's it's just got that whole homey Disney feel for us. So. Yes, but snakes. So no, I'm out. Um, I went with something a little different, Art of Animation, which we have stayed at one time previously um, on a family vacation. And the reason we chose Art of Animation then was because of the family suites. So you can fit up to six people in an Art of Animation room, which is pretty atypical for a value resort. Large families typically have to get two rooms at a value resort. But so that one's it's different. They've got lots of themed rooms, um, little mermaids rooms, finding Nemo rooms, cars rooms, and a Lion King room. So if your kids are really into that animated movie side of Disney, you know, they can be immersed in that all day long. And the same with all-star movies outside. And I think you mentioned it too, Kevin, that they've got the giant statues and figures outside. So They've got Lion King and they've got Simba and Pumbaa and Timon walking across the log from the movie. And so the kids always love to go and get pictures with those, even though, you know, you're in the park and you can see better things. That resort just really kind of surrounds them 24-7 with it. Um, The restaurant, it's typical food court fare. It's nothing fantastic, but it's not bad. And if you have young kids, I think that food court style of dining, because you can get pizza, you can get pasta, you can get deli, you can get subs, you can get all the things. It's not going to matter if you have a picky eater. Um, One really cool thing about Art of Animation that we didn't take advantage of when we were there was the big blue pool. 
And that's a favorite for everybody. It's very themed. It's got zero entry in one spot. You can go underwater and the music plays. So when you're underwater, you can hear all of it, which is very cool. Um, and then like Kevin said with pop, that running path around Hourglass Lake all the way to pop and then all the way back. If you're a runner, definitely a nice way to get out and get your miles in and you know, just escape from some of the busyness of Disney for a bit too. So yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So what were the values that we didn't mention then? So we just have all-star music and all-star sports. Is that the only two that didn't make one of our? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only two. Yeah, and Carly, to your point earlier about the family suites, I believe All-Star Music also has has a suite available like that. Um, so yeah, so that's a great option for families who who have more than than four people, right? Because any more than four, and you're not going to fit in one one value room by the Disney rules. So that's a really good tip for folks. Yes, and it's hard because I know my my cousin has a very large family. They have what seven total in the family, and they usually go with some other extended families. So there's at least seven and they try to get rooms and they request rooms side by side with the joining, but it hasn't always happened Hmm. because Disney can't guarantee those requests. They've been very good at it, but there have been, you know, one or two times where they've had to split the adults into one room here with some of the kids and one room somewhere else with other kids. And it, it creates a hassle. So I definitely love that idea of a family suite for big families. Yeah. Yeah. Especially on vacation. You want to try to stick together as much as you can. All right. So, (laughs) all right. So going into discussing the moderate resorts now, um, who wants to kick off with their favorite moderate resort? I'm happy to do that because I feel like some of you are going to steal mine. So I want to like get in there. (laughs) My competitive nature, Port Orleans Riverside. And as a family, we, always complain that Port Orleans doesn't have a DVC and we definitely want it to because it's it's gorgeous. The very first time we stayed there, we've never been to New Orleans. We've talked about going to New Orleans several times, but we've never been. My parents had been to New Orleans and my dad loved it. And so the very first time I walked into Riverside and then we walked into French Quarter, I like I almost teared up because I thought my dad would have loved this. It's just it's so classy. It's so themed. You don't have the dirtiness of maybe Mardi Gras, but you have all the feel to it. Um, they've got you know fountains inside on the French Quarter side, but then Riverside has a big mill. They have an entertainment and a lounge at night. You have Bob has been there in the past. Um, they have beignets, and I keep referring to them as the same thing. I know the beignets are at French Quarter, but the resorts are so small that appeals to me on a, on a different level. They're so small, you can walk back and forth between the two. So it's almost like one larger resort. Uh, the walking paths are beautiful in the morning. Um, I would go out and get coffee early in the morning and it was pretty empty and you're walking by the water and don't laugh. I got sprayed by a water a water sprinkler the one day i was walking to get coffee and i walked right by the sprinkler and it had just turned on and it was spraying right at a rock and then bounced back and like covered me in water but other than that it was beautiful um and then you've got water taxi service to some other Mm -hmm. locations in disney from there so i just i feel like they've got bike rentals 
I just feel like it's got it all and it's gorgeous and it's upscale. And we stayed in the Royal rooms. I forget what the exact name is. Everything about that room was over the top gorgeous. They, the faucet on the sink was Aladdin's lamp. The headboard to the bed was fireworks down in the bayou. And so you would press a button and it would light up. Um, Aladdin's rug was on the floor at the foot of the bed. It was, it was just very plush. And it definitely made Riley, she was at that perfect age where she felt princessy. And so it was perfect. I don't, awesome. I don't know what you chose because again you hide it from me so did anybody else go with the Port Orleans uh, yeah I picked uh, the French Quarter side though so um I can go into that one now um sure. French so Port Orleans French Quarter is is my favorite moderate resort it honestly might be up there with my favorite Disney resorts altogether. Um, you know, Carly, you mentioned it. it. It looks like New Orleans. It's got the cobblestone streets. It's got the gas lamps. It's got fun characters. So there's like some large gators playing saxophones and trumpets, like a jazz band marching through. Um, it, it's a beautiful resort. It's small. Uh, you can walk to the bus stop easily. You can get to the food court um, from any of the buildings within you know a, a two minute or so walk. Um, the pool is really fun. They've got the serpent slide that that is just really cool. And then they even have an awesome little kid play area. Um, I know that was the first resort we stayed at after staying at Pop. And when we came back and stayed there and our kids went nuts over the play area and the pool and just loved it, right? Um, and then, you know, the Sasagula Floatworks um, food stop is great they have a lot of different options they have a lot of the typical kid food if, if you have somebody who's not an adventurous eater but then they also have like shrimp and grits they'll have shrimp po' boys um all kind of different options some jambalaya and gumbo so they'll give you a little bit of that new orleans culture um through the food that you can experience that's really fun the beignets are we have to stop at that resort every time because they have gluten-free beignets that me and my daughter can eat and then the rest of our family can get the regular beignets and it's it is the best um and then scat cats club on the port orleans french quarter side which it doesn't have yeehaw bob like the the riverside does but it does have a really a relaxed atmosphere uh, a full bar so you can get um some of the nicer cocktails if you want it, it's just it's amazing and then the boat to disney springs you mentioned um it, you know it, having the two resorts there where you can go back and forth between the two and experience both and then you know i think you mentioned it too the running path we stayed at, we stayed at both and you can run and go explore the other resort and, and it's a, a beautiful little pathway right along the river there um so it's everything about that resort you know even the smell walking in the lobby i don't know what that smell is but i absolutely love it and whenever we went in there when we stayed there there was um a guy in the lobby dressed up like he was going to mardi gras he's giving the kids coins mm -hmm. giving them beads and they can throw them in that fountain and that kind of Disney touch is stuff that you don't get at other um, vacation destinations. And that's, that's really, I think what started to make us love Disney was was staying at that resort and just seeing how awesome the theming was and how fun it was. And they even have great areas with the grass there to have like movies under the stars and stuff. Um, so there's a lot of those type of events that happen that really give you something fun to do outside of the parks. Mm -hmm. Yep. I too would have went to Orleans. It looks like Carly took all of Port Orleans instead of just one inside. I think <laughs> but I would have went with Riverside as well. Um, you guys pretty well cleared up a lot of the points that I was going to make. The only other thing that I would add is, um, at least pre-COVID shutdown, 
they had the pools were interchangeable. So that was a good feature with either the Porter Lanes Resorts that you could use either of the pools at Riverside or French Quarter. And they're close enough, like I said, that you can walk between the two very easily. And they just both have a different feel. Um, the one has the um, the rope swing that kind of goes into the water. The other one has the um, uh, the the snake. The, yeah, the surf right. Yeah. yeah. So just a little bit different feel to both of them. So. Yeah. All right. What about you, Lonnie? You know what? Um, first off, great choices you guys made. Uh, I really do like uh, Port Orleans Riverside, uh, but I went with something different. I went with Caribbean Beach, and the reason why was this was the first moderate that me and my wife and my daughter went to. Um, we first dipped our, our toes into the moderate resorts. And I think Caribbean Beach is kind of rising up the rankings for several reasons, right? Number one, the Skyliner access, right? I think right there when the Skyliner opened up and that's a hub for it, that kind of just shoots it up. So if you're, if you're staying in the Jamaican section, you have easy access to the Skyliner. And you know, the Skyliner will bring you to um, Hollywood Studios. It'll bring you to Epcot. So right there, you have two uh, easy access points to those great um, those great parks from Caribbean Beach. Uh, also the theming, right? I mean, you go there, you feel you know the music playing, the bright colors. Uh, it makes you think that you are on an island somewhere, right? Uh, it also has a really good pool uh, with water slides. It also has uh, the old Spanish fort piece for the kids to play in the pool. Um, there's various food choices. There's Sebastian's, which is uh, they, they changed chefs you know a couple of years ago. Uh, and since then, they've been having rave reviews in regards to the meals there. Uh, also, there's, you know, there's a, the Centertown Market um, Spyglass uh, Grill, which is right outside by the pool as well. Uh, another thing with the moderates, right, two queen beds, which are really good, especially for families. And they have a little uh, fold-down bed as well. So you can, you know, you, you can get a lot of people in there if you want to. Um, and it's been refurbed kind of recently as well, right? So you have those, you know, the wood floors and all that. So uh, those things I think makes it uh, very appealing to me and why I chose it as my moderate. Now I will say this though, when I went through all these, I wanted to make sure I kind of gave, you know, kind of like what's a con to it as well, right? There's always something. This resort is huge, right? So if you're not going on the, uh, the Skyliner, um, there are seven bus stops and depending on where you are, you may get to a bus stop. There are times when we're there and, and the bus would come and, you know, right before the bus would come, you see a bunch of people coming. I was like, man, I hope they don't get on the bus before us. Right. Because if so, you have to wait for the next bus. Right. And, but it's going to several, several stops, seven all together. Right. So by the time it gets to you, you may have to stand up to go to the parks. So that's to me is a big kind of con for it. And also because it's so big, if you're uh, like, say, in the Aruba section, you have to walk across the bridge of the lake to get to the lobby. Right. So if you want to go to the lobby, uh, to the pool, that's going to be a, a, a nice little walk as well. Uh, but other than that, one of the things that they, I like about the resort is that they do have these little uh, the uh, the aid stations throughout, right? So you can go get a drink and in some of the buildings, they'll have it where if you get the refillable mug, you can just go here and there in different buildings and refill it. Uh, Pop and, and, the, and the, the values don't have that, right? Pop has you can go to the pool bar or you can go to the lobby, but there you can't go to different buildings to fill up your cup. So, um, so that's a good thing about it as well. So overall, uh, and one last thing, which is really good with Caribbean Beach, you can walk to the Riviera. Right, so and that opens up a lot more food options with two great restaurants there, and just to go walk around the Riviera, it's a beautiful resort, right? So I think that in itself makes a uh, uh, Caribbean beach, you know, my favorite moderate. All right, yeah, great points, Lonnie. Yeah, what about, what about you, Kevin? So I picked a different one. I picked Coronado. 
and uh, it was it was really close between Coronado and Caribbean Beach, um, but I went with Coronado. Uh, one of the things that I really liked about it was it's got the Mayan theme and the pyramid, uh, kind of that Central America. One of my favorite trips ever was going down uh, and, and visiting actual Mayan pyramids and then seeing that and like the actual historic side of that and then seeing Coronado, they did a very good job of of theming the resort to match the feel of the actual rainforest and jungle and Mayan pyramid. The pool there is fantastic. Uh, you have the pyramid slide, um, lots of walking opportunities around the lake, really beautiful lake. Um, the food options are fantastic. There's a, there's a tequila bar. There's like a um, kind of a similar to the value with a food court option. Uh, but also you have um, sit down restaurants too, that are really good. Um, one of the cool things about, and transportation is always a big thing. And one of my things that was kind of leaning me one way or the other between this one and Caribbean, um, was of course the Skyliner is fantastic. One, one plus about, um, Coronado is that they don't share buses with any other resort. Um, so whenever you get on a bus at Coronado, if you make it on the bus, you don't have to worry about, um, anybody else or if the buses will come to you empty. Uh, it does have several bus stops around the resort itself, but you know if if you get on one of those and you're good, you're good. And on the way back, it's the same. It's the same thing. Uh, the rooms have been refurbished. Uh, I actually stayed there during the construction of uh, Grand Destino Tower, so I wasn't able to experience that. Um, the the construction that's something else that I, I really thought think Disney does a good job of, even when they're in a massive. Uh, construction job and coming from my field, knowing how hard it is to, to keep the noise down and, and make people still enjoy the experience. I think Disney did a great job of that. Uh, one of the little plus that they gave everybody who stayed was a little card with some pins and they're, um, they're pretty cool. Uh, little three Caballeros uh, themed with that under construction. It's kind of a, a nice little keepsake that they gave. And I thought that was a nice touch. Um, the, the rooms are very quiet. You, you can, you can pick a, um, one of the areas of the resort that if you're, if you're further away from the pools, it's much more quiet. I mean, when I stayed there for my first dopey, I never heard a single person the whole time. It was so quiet. Um, the hot tub is the biggest on, on part at Disney anywhere. It's a huge hot tub. Um, yeah, I said huge. <laughs> uh, so like I said, the rooms are refurbished. My grill is fantastic. Um, and so kind of with going on along the lines of what Lonnie was saying, it, like uh, CBR, it's very spread out. Uh, so if you're trying to catch a bus, um, if you're trying to not catch a bus, but go to the main um, El Mercado, that's the name of the um, kind of the central location, the market. And that's where they have the, uh, the little store inside and then options for different food options. Uh, but getting to that can be a long, a long trek sometimes uh, walking around the lake. Uh, but it does have a 1.25 mile running track around it. And, and that's heavily used and it's very nice. Uh, they have, they have bike rentals as well. Um, the other con is that, you know, they're the only way to leave that resort without a vehicle is on a bus. So you have to kind of think about that when you stay there too. Yeah. So that's kind of my background of it. And like, you know, all in all, I thought it was a fantastic place and I'll definitely go back. I would like to try out the tower and I know there are some other 
options that have opened since I've been there. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. We did a, oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. No, go ahead, Carl. We did a Cheese and Quackers Dining with the Ducks review of Toledo, which is at the top of Grandesino Tower. So check that out on YouTube because Jody Benning had amazing things to say about it. Apparently the restaurant is has great food, but the atmosphere in that tower is just gorgeous. It's very streamlined and classy. And also the great thing about the tower resort rooms, if you stay there, that's the very first bus stop. So kind of an insider tip, stay there, get on the bus and you get to see it and you don't have to, you know, stand the entire time through the rest of the bus stops and on your way to the park. And the tower is actually the only moderate that has concierge level services as well. So that's something that you can do too. So it's Very kind of like thing. moderate plus even. Yeah. It's not, not quite yeah. deluxe, but with the tower, it's definitely stepped up a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you're right. It's a little bit of a step up above the typical moderates. So it's it's nice. And I think as we were talking, I realized we've covered all all four of the moderate resorts, right? Between mm -hmm. the five people on the on the podcast tonight. So it's Disney has such a wide range. It's amazing. And I really do think the moderate resorts at Disney are probably the best value for your money because they're mm -hmm. they can be not much more than the value resorts when you're looking at pricing, you know, maybe maybe $50 a night or so, right? But you get all those extra amenities and, and the theming and it's just the things we talked about here with the transportation options and, and everything else being kind of a step up at the moderate resorts. It's it's yeah. really a good benefit for, for folks to look at. Yeah. Okay, all right. The last category we have to talk about is the deluxe resorts, which are the pinnacle of the hotel experience at Disney World. So who wants to kick off our, our discussion on deluxe resorts? You know, I'll jump in, John, if that's okay, uh, because I have to brag on Animal Kingdom Lodge as being my choice for a deluxe resort. Uh, number one, I think by far it has the best theming of any deluxe resort. Uh, I mean, it has a savannah, right? That goes without saying you can take this place and drop it somewhere else and it'll be a destination, right? So there's a savannah. There are various room choices, uh, deluxe studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms. Uh, some of them have an optional club level access as well that you can get. Uh, arguably, in my uh, opinion, it has the best dining uh options there is there's a sana uh which you know the famous two words bread service i think everybody's had that so you know how that is um they have gico they have myra which is the quick service they have boma which is the uh the, uh, the buffet um you know there are you know several pools there are uh several lounges um and two more magic words zebra domes you can't go wrong with that right so that is by far to me now of course, uh, it, they have so many different things that you can do. You can actually make a uh, a trip just by staying there, right? With all the different things that you can do centered around that resort. Uh, and there, uh, and finally, you know, like I said, there's always something I got to give. Uh, so if there was one con that I have to give, it would be the uh, where it's located, its proximity to the parks, because it is a uh, it's a bus ride, right? To get everywhere you go. Uh, and it could be a lengthy bus ride, but once you get to the resort, it is quiet, it is comfortable, um, and you feel like you're on vacation. So for those reasons, I have Animal Kingdom Lodge as my uh, my best deluxe. I, I love that resort with the animals out there. I feel like 
it doesn't matter if your kid is two or 20, they love going outside and looking at the animals and, you know, you're seeing a different view out your window every single day, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. All right. John? So my, my favorite deluxe resort is the Polynesian. Um, it's probably up there with, you know, I mentioned earlier, Port Orleans French Quarter might be one of my favorites. Um, Polynesian is the other one. I absolutely love this resort. Um, it's themed after the spirit of the South Pacific. So it gives you that really, that Hawaiian feel. I've never been to Hawaii, but I feel like this is what it's like when you're walking around and you have these, these beautiful palm trees and vegetation that's around. Um, it's just, it's amazing. It's a beautiful resort. Um, one of the original resorts to open at Walt Disney World and also where the Beatles signed the paperwork to dissolve. So it's got some history behind it. Um, you know, obviously being good history with Disney World opening and, and not so great with the Beatles, but it's nice that it has that tie in, right, with pop culture and history. Um, the dining options there are amazing. You've got the pineapple and I. You can grab a Dole Whip right before you watch the fireworks from the beach or from the little grass area they have there outside the Great Ceremonial House. Um, you can go into Captain Cook's and get those delicious Thai meatballs um, or a number of other things. But the Thai meatballs are, are really what you have to get every trip because they're amazing. Um, Kona Cafe, they have great sushi, steak. Um, they have some burgers, really good sandwiches, just a wide range of really good food. Um, you've also got Trader Sam's and the Tambu Lounge if you want to go and grab a couple of beverages. Trader Sam's is a really fun place, but very uh, busy. So if you got to remember that, you know, get there early and try to get your spot or put your name in. Um, and then while you wait, you can head up to the Tambu Lounge and get a Lapu Lapu and, and hang out with your friends. Um, so, you know, from that aspect, it's it's great. It's got some fun shopping. The Boutique Lounge, or I'm sorry, the Boutique Shop. Um, you can get all kind of good DVC merchandise, Polynesian specific merchandise, which is one of my favorite things is a lot of the resorts don't have enough resort specific stuff to buy merchandise. Uh, Polynesian does. And then you go out to outside the Great Ceremonial House, you got the lava pool there with a fun slide that goes through a volcano. And that is, you know, one of the scariest but funniest, funnest things, especially as someone who's uh, afraid of small spaces. Um, it's, it's a little bit scary for me and my kids make fun of me because I'm like, I'm not doing that. But the few times I've done it, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, and they have a pool bar there, too, that has has good food. And then they have the quiet pool, which is a larger pool over by the DVC buildings um, that has a really good uh, little bar there that has sandwiches and good drink options and that type of thing. So, you know, it really hits on everything you need with a, a resort. I mean, you don't even have to leave the resort. You can see the fireworks from the beach. Um, one of my favorite things when we stay there is to not have to deal with the crowds of Magic Kingdom and still be able to see the awesome fireworks show and have the music piped in. And, and a little pro tip for folks, if you're staying there, go over to the Tokelau building, go up to the third floor on the end closest to the Seven Seas Lagoon, and you can watch the fireworks from that little balcony out there. And it's an awesome view. You get to see it over, you're not blocked by the, uh, the bungalows, and you can even sort of see the projections on the castle. Um, so it's, it's just a perfect spot to go. It's usually not crowded there. Um, and then you also have good transportation options. So you can walk over to the TTC and take that to Epcot or Magic Kingdom. You can walk over to the Grand Floridian and continue that pathway on to um, the Magic Kingdom, and you can take the monorail. So from a transportation standpoint, good options to get to two different parks. Um, and you can also walk over to the Grand Floridian to use the, the spa, use their gym, 
Uh, me and my daughter will walk over there and play basketball at night. Um, so there's there's just a lot of great things about that resort and just the feel of it is is amazing. And just even sitting in the lobby and taking in the smells and seeing the little tiki guy is always fun. So yeah, that's, that's probably my favorite uh, deluxe by quite a bit. I, I also chose Polly and as you're going through, I'm like, yep, tick, tick, tick. There, it's literally the list that I have written down, including the, you know, Polly unique merchandise and lots of stitch stuff. Um, the one thing, well, there are two things I need to add to this. One is you did not mention Pog Juice. And that is maybe the only reason that I ever book the Ohana breakfast. Like the characters are cute and the view is adorable and whatever. The breakfast is good, but that pog juice, oh my gosh, it's the best. If you've never had it, it's um, passion, fruit. passion fruit, orange, and guava juice all mixed mm -hmm. in equal parts. And it's it's amazing. Um, the one reason I picked this one, this is the one vacation that you guys know Disney math. You start to say, well, it's only a little bit more to do this. It's only a little bit more to do this. So we ended up on a trip to Polly, we stayed and we did club level. And it was incredible. The building is great. You have your own check-in desk, which makes you feel all kinds of bougie and fancy, but they have a lounge there that has food pretty much all day long. You can wake up in the morning and there's a breakfast buffet out with some pastries and a few hot actual food items. They have snacks all day long um chips they're like kettle chips that they make there they've got different cakes and candies they have tons of things that you can just like grab bottles of water and bottles of pop and throw them in your bag and take them to the park so that's great and then they have hot appetizers in the evenings along with so they sample some of the menus from their restaurants but then they also have free adult beverages which was great. They had a uh, liquor infused pog juice that was so good. And the one thing that completely made my day about that whole club level on our very last day, I was like, oh, we're not going to make it back in time to actually get to go to that evening hot appetizer. And I really wanted some of that pog juice, but they give you a number for concierge that you can text. And I texted and I said, is there any way that I could get a glass of that pod juice in my room? Because we're going to be late. My daughter also wants a brownie. Like if we could just have those two things, I would appreciate it so much. We came back from the park. I had an entire carafe of pog juice, the alcoholic pog juice in my room with glasses. She had an entire tray of brownies. They were just over the top, phenomenal customer service, which is exactly what you expect from Disney when you're in the parks, but I never expected all of that at the resorts. You always get great service at the resorts, don't get me wrong, but that was just that extra added magic that, you know, they they made you feel like it didn't matter if you were Tom Cruise or Carly Positano, you were going to get that great service. That's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Awesome. What about you, Kevin? So mine, I would be um, in big trouble if I didn't say uh, Grand Floridian. That's where we, we spent our honeymoon. And um, like Carly mentioned about the club level, we did club level on that. And I would absolutely recommend it. It was the same kind of thing where they have uh, food set out for you, you know, throughout the day. 
if you have anything that you'd like like that, Disney went above and beyond on that. Um, fantastic. Um, monorail access for transportation. Um, as far as I'm concerned, it's one of the most beautiful resorts I've ever seen. Um, I'm, I love the Victorian, uh, the Victorian setting. Um, definitely during Christmas, um, they have a, the biggest gingerbread house that had, it has to be a, a world record. I mean, it's, it is completely edible and it is, it, I think you can actually stand in it. And at one point they served hot chocolate out of it, um, which is pretty cool. Um, you can now walk, as John mentioned, you can walk to Magic Kingdom. You can walk to the Poly. Um, and, and if you keep going, you can go to the Contemporary. So now with the new section that they just completed, I guess in 2020 maybe, um, right after I did the marathon, they, they completed sometime after that. But now you can go continuous all the way, pretty much all the way around Seven Seas Lagoon, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, the, um, the views, you can get optional views of the, of the lagoon from the room. We did that. And that was fantastic. Being able to watch the fireworks from the wind, from the balcony. Um, the food is hands down the best I've had anywhere. Um, Narcusi, Citrico's and, um, actually went to Victorian Albert's and that was an experience mm. in itself. Um, may not ever get to do that again. And that's why we did it. Um, but it was absolutely, it was really something. Um, their pool is really neat. Um, and you can actually walk over to the, the wedding venue, which is pretty cool. Kind of how they set all that up and uh, theme it. It's so nice. Um, one of the, one of the coolest things that I've done at um, the Grand Floridian is you can actually, they have a marina there that you can rent um, boats to drive them on Seven Seas Lagoon. Um, in 2020, uh, our group, the Lizards, we we all went in and and uh, did a cruise on the Grand One, and that was really really something. Um, but having that access and having having all those options there were just, you know, bar none, one of the best you know experiences I've ever had at any resort anywhere. Um, cons, of course, of you know with with something that great, you're out you're going to have cost. Um, it's a little bit of an intimidating formal atmosphere if you're not used to that. But once you've been there for a few minutes, it really opens up and you start to think, well, you know, it's, it's not, it's not just for ties and, and coats. It's, it's, it's for everybody. And it, and it's really like stepping back in time and um, not just like a Mary Poppins step back in time, but just old school Disney. Uh, what we all grew up watching the old movies and um, it just, it just has a real good nostalgia feel. Um, Little, another con, I guess, would probably be the bus sharing. It's one of the last, um, the last ones that have um, with other resorts. Um, you, but one tip on that would be you can hop on the monorail to the TTC and then catch the buses there. So um, if you have some issues with that, so that's kind of my background of and my my thoughts on the Grand Floridian. But by far my favorite. Wish I could go every time. Can't do that. But you know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. And Kevin, one of the things too, that I really like about the Grand Floridian and why we walk over there a lot is the music that they have in the lobby. So they used to have the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, which was awesome to listen to in the evenings. Right. And they still have piano players throughout that the day. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to just sit there and it's such a classy um, upscale place, right. To sit there and just experience the atmosphere and kind of soak it all in. So 
that's yeah. that's another great um, great option. Yeah. So John and Carly, I have a question for you guys. So number one, love your breakdown of the Polynesian. It's one of my favorite. One of the things I love to do is just sit in that lobby and the taking the smells, like John said, and you know, you can you can sit there with a drink and, and kind of just watch everything. If you had to give a con to the Polynesian, because a lot of great things, right? I think it is one of my favorites. What's a con that you would give for it? It's expensive <laughs> to stay yep. there. If you're not staying with DVC points, mm -hmm. um, it's it's almost unaffordable for most families. I I we waited forever to go and stay there, and you know it was a splurge that we saved for and budgeted for, but under normal circumstances, I, now that we have DVC, there's no way I can look and go, I'd pay that money for that yeah. room. There's no way. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what about you, John? I think for me, it's the fact that our family doesn't fit in the rooms anymore and they don't have a two bedroom option. Like most of the other deluxe resorts do through either the DVC side or, or the resort itself. Um, Cause now we have, we have five kids and there's seven of us total. So we can't fit in a room there. Um, that's a con. And, and obviously like Carly said, I mean, it's, it's not a cheap resort, right? Um, so the, the cost is high and the fact that they don't have many room options. Um, I don't, the hotel side, they may have more suite type things than they do on the DVC side. Um, but those would be even more unaffordable, I think for, for a family of my size. So that's, that's really it. Um, the other thing that, that, rubs me the wrong way, I guess you could say about the Polynesian is they don't have their own gym. You have to take that half mile, quarter mile walk over to the Grand Floridian, um, which isn't the worst thing in the world. But you know, if it's raining out and you want to get a workout in, you're walking in the rain for, oh for a little gosh. bit, right? Um, Who's yeah. the gym on vacation, you overachievers. I'm, I'm a big man and I need to, I eat a lot when I'm on vacation. So I need to try to maintain somehow. So palm juice has some calories. He has to bring it on. You need to work out. Yeah. You have more, right? And the brownies, you got to work it out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, all right. So, all right. This was a tough one for me. Um, since we didn't do the DVC resorts, because we're going to do that as a separate episode and kind of dive into those separately. I was really torn from location because I'd love to stay in the boardwalk area just for that. But if I'm looking at just the resort, I've dared it down to either Wilderness Lodge or Contemporary. And then from there, if I had to pick just one, I'm probably going to have to go with the Contemporary. Um, I know. Shocker. I didn't right? see that coming. I right? didn't see that coming. I, <laughs> I know. It, it, I went back and forth. Um, we stayed at the Contemporary last July of 20. Um and it was not contemporary prices for us. We were fortunate that we were booked at Riverside. Riverside wasn't open, so they upgraded us to a contemporary room. It was supposed to be in the garden wing, but when we got there, they decided to put us in the tower with a lake view. So contemporary has three different classes of rooms. They have their garden wings, they have the lake view, and they have the theme park views. And honestly, I don't think you can go wrong with any of them, but we really loved our lake view. Um, we were a high floor, so just looking out at all that was phenomenal. As far as dining, you have a fantastic quick service that's sitting there. You have the Contempo Cafe. You have Chef Mickey, so you got character meals sitting there. You have Steakhouse 71, which is a new, where the wave used to be. You have California Grill, which is a high-end premium signature restaurant that they have today with fantastic views of the parks, which actually check out the YouTube channel. We just recently did a um, Dining with the Ducks episode of that as well. Um, you have shopping, you have um, 
three different shops there, I think, um, including their little market that you have. It's connected to Bay Lake Tower, so you can walk over to there and check out their area. Um, you have the monorail access is right inside the building, so you're not even walking outside to get anywhere. It runs through the middle of the building. So for me, it was tough, but I think I had to go with Contemporary as my go-to, especially if you can get in there paying Riverside prices. So <laughs> yeah, that that's a that's a win. Uh, <laughs> and and to your point, man, I love Steakhouse Seventy One. I mean, I think they have the absolute best burger. It's just it's to me. Right. Uh, but yeah, that, that's some great reasons. I see why you chose that one. But I know Wilderness Lodge is one of your, your favorites. That's what it's your <laughs> So if you're looking for a con, I know Lonnie's always looking for his con. Our biggest issue we had when we stayed there was the elevators because everything was tied with one bank of elevators and going just waiting in the line to fill up the elevator, especially when it first opened. Park closed. You know, when they would only let one family at a time in the elevators, mm -hmm. it, it, it was a chore. They actually ended up at some nights, they would open up the service elevators and the manager would pull families at a time into the service elevators, take them up to their floor, take another family down because they lined up so bad. Um, typically, if I see elevator banks like that, I would take the steps and that wasn't an option. Um, no, you so, can't do that at Contemporary. You've got an escalator yeah. for to like what, the, the second fourth, and third floor and the fourth yeah. or maybe but after that it's elevators only so that would be my big con for that but other than yeah. that it was fantastic they just remodeled the rooms so now you have an incredible steam to it so that's kind of a not that that's wasn't fun. like that when we were there but so that's yeah. just add a bonus it kind of gets you right i mean after the fireworks of magic kingdom you can walk back to the resort so you don't have to go up to the monorail and fight that line but you got to fight the line and get up the elevator so, right. you, you know, so it's you know it's so it's you pick your battle right but uh exactly i do love that one as well you know yeah and so i think you mentioned wilderness lodge and i'll cheat and say that that would be my honorable mention for uh the resort that i just love <laughs> we stayed there at christmas and it was the first deluxe we ever stayed at and, oh my god that lobby the tree the decorations everything is just beautiful at that resort and it's such a fun fun place to stay they've got the pool and they've got geyser uh geyser point which is a great place oh, to just sit by the lake that's so yeah awesome. grab a bison burger maybe a drink or two and just chill out there that's that's great and then you have the fireplaces you can sit by or you sneak over to the dvc building and they have the carolwood pacific room where they have checkers set up and it's yeah. just it does not feel like you're at Disney. You feel like you're in the Pacific Northwest somewhere, um, you know, playing checkers with your kids and, and sitting by a fire. It's just awesome. Well, I'm so, going to yeah. add on to that. My favorite spot to sit in all of Wilderness Lodge is they have a few rocking chairs right by the bridge inside the lobby. And they've got that little babbling brook that runs from the inside of the lobby outside to the fall. And it's just, it's so pretty. You just sit there and it's very quiet, but there's a little bit of people watching, drinking a coffee there in the morning. Oh, best. Yeah, it's very serene, that whole resort, yeah. I think. So there's some others that we didn't talk about as well. Um, all the boardwalk resorts. I'm surprised nobody mentioned one of those, given you can yeah. walk over to Epcot, you can walk to Hollywood Studios, um, and you have all the entertainment options there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Yacht Club, um, nobody, nobody mentioned those, which was really surprising. And we have a trip coming up this weekend. We're staying at Beach Club, and I'm really excited about it um, for the pool and to be able to walk to the parks oh, yeah. and, you know, that type of thing. Um, and then, you know, we did mention 
Grand Floridian and Poly, which two of the biggest rooms on property too. So I think that tends to play um, play into the decisions as well. When you're looking at, at room size, I think Grand Floridian's 440 square feet and Poly's 415 square feet. So when you're looking at your, your accommodations and you're paying a similar price rate, you might want the bigger room there. Um, so yeah, it was, it was interesting to see what everyone chose for all the different categories though. And, and we got a pretty wide range. So hopefully everybody listening will get some really good info out of here. Um, and is there anything else you guys want to add to, you know, thoughts about resorts or why you chose certain things or, or anything? I had just you, told you at the get go, it was almost like you asked me to pick my favorite child because I love so many of these resorts. I don't know that there's one I stayed at that I've been like not doing that again ever. It's so bad. Yeah. So it's Disney. You can't go wrong. Yeah. And I think, okay. go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Jeff. Regardless of price level, I mean, wherever you can fit in, just staying on property, you kind of start to immerse inside that bubble. And whether you're in a value, a moderate, if you can splurge up to a deluxe or even go DVC, you're going to get fantastic service, great theming, great atmosphere. And then it just kind of puts you directly into that bubble from the start. And so you, you can't, like she said, you can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll just echo that. I mean, there are so many choices. Um, yeah, we had a little bit of overlap, but for the most part, I mean, you couldn't go wrong with anything, right? When you get up to deluxe um, or even moderate, um, you can't go wrong with Disney. You really can't. Um, you know, it's it, it, something to be said about getting in that Disney bubble, right? So if it's even if you're looking for value, moderate, uh, deluxe, um, it's across the spectrum. Um, look for one and just try to stay, stay in as many as possible, right? So, so you can just see, because yeah. each of them have something that's that's great to that specific resort. Yep. And that's something I'll, I'll add to that, um, just staying as, as many, you know. So if you got kind of got your, your plans figured out for what parks you're going to go to, that can help kind of guide you to which part, which uh, resort you may choose. Um, and just know that you, I mean, you don't always have to, pick one resort for the entire trip you can you can split stay uh, so you may stay at beach club if you're doing epcot and hollywood studios for half of the trip and then stay on the monorail line somewhere and so that you're right there at magic kingdom so um just something else to consider as you're planning it out and that's a great point kevin and one thing we like to do too as a family is move to different you know do three or four nights here and then move and disney handles your luggage move so mm -hmm. it's you know, it packing up the room can be a pain in the butt with a bunch of kids and that type of thing. But you get to experience two completely different resorts, right? It's it's an awesome thing to be able to do. I mean, I know with our family too, we've stayed at I think eleven different resorts um, throughout our our Disney journey um, as we're exploring, you know, the whole resort and that type of thing. Um, and, and I really think, you know, I mentioned it in a couple of different resorts, but the smells to me are such an important part of of the resort experience and they're all so unique and when i walk into one of those resorts i immediately go back to like all those memories that we've had you know if it's at the poly i think about the times we've sat out watching fireworks and stuff if it's at um, boardwalk i think about that clown pool you know uh that kind of stuff that uh <laughs> that clown pool is gone now um but it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be missed <laughs> oh yeah um, but yeah so I, I don't know i think in terms of just the breadth of uh, options available you guys are all right you can't go wrong it's so fun to stay at any of these resorts and, and get that experience um so any final thoughts from anybody that we need to go over that you want to bring up i know just a few things for um housekeeping notes um everybody who has submitted their pictures i know john mentioned at the beginning for the show us your feathers 
if you're listening to our podcast here on your podcast your choice um jump on over to the youtube channel because you can see some of the pictures we're going to throw a montage into those and kind of show off some of our flock yes. and so make sure you check that out um but we can't leave tonight without quacking up with the dogs. That's right. There we go. <laughs> I feel like you guys were trying to get out of your dad jokes, nope. but you set a standard. It's a very low yep. standard, but the standard has been set. It is a low standard, Jeff. You're right. Um, but you know, we we have we've done it, and we got to keep going with it. So okay. I'll I'll kick us off. I've got I've got mm -hmm. um, a very corny one. That's that's amazing. How do you make a waterbed more bouncy? How? You add spring water. So the corny one being amazing <laughs> wasn't the joke? Because I had it too there. I, I, maze, maze, yeah. Right? I thought Good that was the joke. Oh, uh, now I get it. <laughs> oh, I get it now too. I didn't get it. First. I was just, I was going to give the polite smile like, oh yeah. And then, now I get it maze. Like maze yeah. and blue even, perhaps. Yeah. Okay, I'm Kevin. Oh, Lonnie. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, I okay. I had a dream that I was a muffler last night. I woke up exhausted. <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. It's funny. <laughs> I cracked myself up. <laughs> Sometimes that's what it's all about. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. All right. So, what did the chemist say to his Valentine? I don't know. I think about you periodically. <laughs> <laughs> That's really corny. Well, really bad. I, no, Kevin, I, that I still haven't got something for my wife for Valentine's Day yet, and that's coming up. So I can just give her that joke and a card, and I think it'll be there you go. It'll be solid gold. <laughs> that's going to be a bad Disney trip after you get <laughs> Oh man. What does Jeff Bezos do every night? He puts his pajamas on. Pajamas on? Wow. Just wow. That is amazing. Pajamas on. Oh, oh boy. Oh All right. Well, with that, we hope you were entertained by those jokes. And hopefully you got some good information about the, the various different resorts uh, available to you at Walt Disney World. And until next time, um, for my co-hosts, Kevin, Lonnie, Jeff, and Carly, um, we hope you guys all have an awesome rest of your day. And thank you for listening. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Woo!